Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is July 13. The time is about 4.30 p.m. Reddy PC has been conducting conference calls for the past 10 years. If you have any question, please raise your hands and let our team know that uh, you're a newcomer. Pavani? Uh, hi. Uh, hi, Rahul. Thank you for your service. Uh, I have a quick question. Uh, so mm-hmm. my priority date is November 13, and uh, uh, I I have downgraded in EB3 like last November, and mm-hmm. uh, my one I140 was pending, and I mm-hmm. refiled in April mm-hmm. of this year uh, in EB2, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. uh, my fingerprints were like reused, which I have uh, given for the EB3. So at mm-hmm. this moment, uh, because my 140 was pending, but last month, uh, my EB3 140 got approved. Nice. So okay. I have two 140s, I-140s approved, but uh, it's been like around 70 days I have been waiting on the EB2 right now. So what would be your um, suggestion on this one? Would you? What do you mean? What would be my suggestion to expedite the green card process? Yeah, is there any way that I can trigger for my file processing, like no, apply another 485? No, or, no um, you already did two, ma'am. I would not, I definitely would not recommend third one. Or interfile EB3 to EB2 again, the one that I already have. Okay. You just have to wait, ma'am. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, you, uh, did you submit your medicals though? Yeah, I did everything while refiling. Okay, okay. Then you just have to wait. Nothing can be done right now. Next person, please. Omkar. Hello, Rahul. Thank you for taking my call. Um, so mm-hmm. I have uh, two small questions. First is uh, I wanted to see if you have uh, information on general processing times for I five thirty nine. I've been waiting for the 39 is anywhere between um, four months to almost 14 months. Okay. Um, And uh, there's no uh, intervention that can be done to expedite or request information. I don't know any way to expedite the things, guys. If I do, believe me, my line will be all the way from my Houston office to Dallas downtown. Right. Okay. okay. Um, and uh, the uh, the second is I, I currently um, have uh, H1B 
and uh, mm-hmm. my H1B is for um, for for a location, and I physically my that's my formal address. Uh, but the only mm-hmm. catch is uh, my my uh, license is out of state, um, and I'm planning to travel to India, um, and will require mm-hmm. stamping at the time of return. Do you uh, see any issues with that, uh, with my license being out of state? No, but make sure next time you correct it. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, so that's everything I have. Thank you. Next person, please. Suresh. Uh, hi Rahul. Uh, thanks for setting up this call. So Rahul, like uh, I have a I one forty from an employer A, and uh, currently I'm mm-hmm. working with an employer B. Now my employer B wants to file an I one forty, but I don't have an experience letter from uh, employer A. So is that going to affect my I one forty five filing? Um. How many years of experience does the position require? Uh, ten plus years of experience. Ten plus years of experience does you have? How many years of experience? Uh, how many years of experience the position requires? So position also needs ten plus years of experience. Normally, lawyers don't document that way. It normally is five years experience. Though people, we don't document ten plus years experience. No position required. Ten plus six—it's according to us. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Uh, so, if the position requires only two years experience, you only require two years experience letter. If the position requires more experience and you don't get that experience letter, it creates a trouble. But I want you to wa- uh, read some articles posted on immigrationgirl.com. Okay, I'll give you the link of it. In there, okay. she posted. Uh, one second. She posted, "If you don't have experience letter, how do you document? How do you document the experience for the I one forty? And she posted right. there are, uh, that you need to read that article. Okay, I'll send that link okay. to you. Okay. And uh, one more question, Rahul. So, can I get a letter from an ex colleague that I worked for that my previous employer? I want you to read this article, please. Oh, okay. There are two or three articles on that. Okay." Next person, please. Yeah, hi, Roundedy. Yeah, this is Amar. Uh, I'm a newcomer. Uh, the the last year, the July uh, 2021, I changed an employer. I filed 485J with the medicals. So now mm-hmm. my file is moved from Texas to Nebraska. So I don't know whether my Medicals are attached or not, but uh, I want to know like whether I can able to interfile my medicals to Nebraska Center or Texas Center, which address I need to use it. So right now it's in Texas, is right? No, it's in Nebraska. It's transferred. If it is, it's transferred to Nebraska. If you are doing interfiling, file it in Nebraska address, not with Texas address. So Nebraska means which address I need to use it, whether I got a letter, that address or the California address, which my... No, California address is only for 485J supplement. For medicals, use the, the address that you have received it, whatever you have, the address that you received in the sheet, you, you send it to that address. Okay, yeah, thank you. Next person, please. Shisha. Hi Rahul, uh, this is Sesha here. Uh, so I have a quick question. 
So I downgrade my my uh, priority date is 2014. So in October 2020, I downgraded from uh, EB2 to EB3. Got my medical, uh, sorry, got my 140 approved in EB3. Uh, biometrics done, received EAD and advanced payroll. And uh, last uh, from la uh, last month or before last month, the EB2 priority date became current. So from the last two weeks, uh, my company is uh, my company started interfiling process, and uh, they did submit uh, again 140 to make my uh, old 140 active, and even that 140 is active and it has been approved. Uh, so now, what uh, do you, what do you mean that they filed I 140 again? Do you mean to no, say that EB3 was then filed as an amendment? Yeah, I guess they filed as an amendment. During that adjustment so of status. So they refiled the I-140 in EB2. Okay, this yes. time, okay. Again. Yeah. So they are now interfiling. Okay, what's your question? Yeah. So my question is, uh, I say, I'm uh, like, I'm going through all the blocks and they say like to, uh, when we interfile, submit medicals. But uh, my lawyer, uh, attorney, they recommended no, like- I, you... I do not, okay. I do not recommend interfiling with medicals. You okay. do interfile two interfiles separately. One is 485J separately and medical mm -hmm. separately. We do not recommend filing medicals along with the 485J. Okay. Yeah. That's what uh, my uh, attorney suggested. Do you, like... have, do you have any other questions? Do you have any other questions? No. I, that's it. Okay. Thank you. Next person, please. Lalita. Uh, hey, uh, my, my priority date is uh, uh, August 2010. Uh, and uh, it is in EB2. Uh, we have never filed, filed uh, the 485 yet because uh, we were out of the United States for the past four years. Uh, now I have a new employer who has filed uh, the H1 extension and uh, we got an RFE saying that uh, the beneficiary did not file uh, the, uh, 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 the 485 yet. I'm, pre I'm pretty aware of what RFE is. Go ahead. Yeah, and uh, the new employer is, uh, uh, has also filed uh, the perm, uh, which is in process. Uh, like they started uh, from last year. Uh, I got it. Got it. Done, Go, what's the, your question? Is done, um, and uh, the perm is in process. Uh, but uh, my previous uh, employer's I-140 is still valid uh, and it's still in approved state. Um, uh, can we file uh, the AOS based upon the previous I-140 because the priority date is current now? First of all, you're speaking about H-1B RFE question. Let yeah, me answer yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. If you explain the story that you're not working for the company and you're in the process of doing the perm, they will approve your H-1B for one year, okay? Okay. Now, with regards to filing the 485 application, will your previous company help you in filing the 485? No, they won't. No, you cannot file the 485 if they don't help you out, ma'am. You have to wait for this perm to be approved before you file a 485. Okay, okay, fine. Okay, but uh, the, the, I mean... Uh, the RFE is, uh, uh, is approvable, right? Yeah, but only for one year. Next person, please. Okay. Yeah. Srikant. Thanks, Rahul, for taking my call. Uh, my priority date is uh, July 2011, and I downgraded uh, to EB3 in October 2020. My case was moved from Texas to New York City field office in March this year. 
and I got a RFE for supplement J in April, which I responded in May. My question is, um, <clears throat> I also um, did a FOIA request for 485. And mm -hmm. is that affecting or delaying my 485 adjudication? I, I, it may affect it. It may affect it. But there is nothing you can do. You already filed it. Right. Is two months a standard wait time for after uh, uh, doing RFE? Uh, no, they are approving typically in one month. But is it, do we, every case gets approved in one month? No, there are some cases that takes three to four months also. Anything I can okay. do regarding this situation? Right now, don't do anything. Okay. Next person, please. Tirumala. Uh, hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking the call. Uh, I have like a I-140 uh, with my old employer uh, with the priority date of like January 2013. And um, I recently got my perm certified with new employer. Uh, but they are saying the perm, the certified perm is only uh, qualified for EB3, right? But my yeah. old priority date is in EB2 with Jan 2013, mm -hmm. right? Uh, mm -hmm. Now, like suppose if EB3 is current, right? Like can I port my priority date? Whether it's current or not, you, whether it's current or not, you can put the priority date. It doesn't matter. Because the old one is in uh, EB2. It's like an... It doesn't matter. Uh, whether it's a EB2, EB1, or EB3. You can port it to this EB3. Okay. Once the EB3 is current, I can port the priority rate. No, 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 no. Where did you get once it's current? You can port it right now when you file an I-140. But they were saying like the perm, the, the perm which got certified, that is only yes. valid for EB3, but EB3 is not current, right? But to file the I-140, you don't need it to be current, Tirumala. Yeah, not not I one forty. I mean, uh, uh, AOS. Sorry, to, but to do to the AOS. But the, the porting the date happens when you file the I one forty. Okay, we can port then, like uh, even though it is yes. in EB two, but like I need to do yes. EB three I one forty. Okay, that's right. But can you contact the old company to see if you can go there and file the four eight five? Yeah, I have to contact them. Yeah, I contacted. You should them. have done. Uh, you should yeah. have done that in October of 2020. Yep, I would have done it. Yeah, the old one is with you only. Like I'm through New View Technologies in that Valley. Well, go and join with that company. They file for eight files. Yeah, yeah, that's what like uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking on that. Yeah, I don't know why you're thinking, Thirumal. I don't understand it. They're a very yeah. good company. Come back to us. We'll file the 485. I get the money. You get the benefit. And then we're off. <laughs> sure. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll do it. I had a call with uh, Raman. Yeah. Raman or Ratna? Uh, I mean, Raman. Uh, yeah, I know Ratna okay. also. Yeah. Okay. Contact Ratna. She'll take care of you. Next person, okay. please. Sure. Thank you. Surya? Uh, um, hello. Um, uh, thanks for this opportunity. Um, so, currently, I'm on L1A working for service this company. So this year I had tried for L1. Uh, this year I tried for H1B from other different consultancy and it got approved too. So right. here the question is: Was it approved with, with the? Was it approved with the change of status? Yeah, with I change of status or without? Okay. I ninety. I ninety four with I ninety four. Okay. Okay. 
So, so now the question is, would it be possible to transfer that H1B to other employer or with my current employer? Any you, other employer? You can, so I, you can transfer it on October 1st. Um, yeah, so I, um, I mean, uh, I want to transfer before October 1st. Would it, would it be possible? No, because you're not on H1B until October 1st. Okay. Your H1B starts so, uh, on October 1st. Okay. So before that, I can't transfer. You can prepare. What are you going to do by transferring? Because H1B doesn't start on October 1st. So what you can do is you can prepare the application and file it on October 1st. Okay. By October 1st, uh, uh, I, I should ensure that that application reaches to USAs. Yeah, and then you start working for that company. Oh, okay. So until October first, H one B doesn't even start. Okay, but yeah. So uh, what I understood is, so I can, I can, I can do the transfer, uh, but I should file on October first, ensure that that reaches in October first, then I can start working on the new company. That's right. Okay, and and Next one person. more question. Uh, sorry. Uh -huh. uh, so right. if I want to change my mind, if I want to continue on L1 from October 1st onwards, I mean, after October 1st, would that be possible? Uh, but there are certain things, you, you are better off having a consultation. The reason is that there are ways you can go to Mexico right now and come back in L1, okay? Mm -hmm. Or you can go to India and come back in L1, you will be on a valid L1. But the problem is you're technically not counted toward the H1B number. So the way you should design is that you must be counted toward the H1B number. In other words, you take a leave of absence with your current job on October 1st, okay? You go to Mexico, you come back on October 3rd or October 4th, you come back in L1, okay? Not October 1st, October 2nd, you go to Mexico, October 5th, you come back, then you will have H1B and you will be back on L1. That's called Margarita switch. The word is called Margarita switch. Uh, I will try to see if I can give you a video of that, okay? okay. Next person, yeah. please. Parish. Um, hi, Rahul. Um, so I am currently on H1B and my wife is on H4 plus EAD. Uh, we filed for an extension sometime in February, 2022. Um, so my extension got approved and my visa is valid till 2025. But for my wife, mm -hmm. her visa expires next month, August, 2022 with I-94 expiring in September, 2022. So in order to avail the 540 days of extension cause the current H4 is still under processing. Uh, we were asked to either visit Mexico or Canada and come back, which we Perfect. did last week. And when we came back, uh, our I-94 was still reflecting the September 2022 as expiration. Did you not showed the I-94 of the, uh, did you not, did she not request it for the, until 2025? Um, we, we weren't asked at the immigration office at least. Um, only you, when we you have to show, when you go to the, when you enter into the CBP, she just showed the passport visa and comes back. They will only give for one month. Got she it. has to, uh, she has to, uh, she has to have, you have to request it. If you don't request, they won't give it. Oh, okay. So, got it. So we didn't know that. 
So do you recommend us to go back to Mexico and come back and this Absolutely, time? yes. Yes, please. Right, um, so you have to request that. Okay, on the uh, same... I, I am, I'm sending you a video that you need to watch. The previous okay. guy, the Margarita switch, I sent you a video. Please watch that. Go ahead. You have any more questions for me? Um, yeah, just on that same topic. So we also spoke to the immigration office and we sent them the same query like, hey, we entered back, but our I-94 wasn't extended. But they mentioned if you're traveling to Mexico or Canada, since it's the same territory and I, got not I know what their response, I know what their response is, but you have got to it. go fly in and request them. Okay. Okay. Got it. We'll do that. Cool. Thank you. Next person, please. Rajesh. Uh, thanks, Rahul. Uh, I think the previous question, like it helped me. So we are in the same boat. Uh, so it seems like we need to request the, to get the I-94 extension while coming back from mm -hmm. Mexico. That's good. Mm -hmm. And my second question is, uh, our H-4 is still pending and we're planning to go India to get H-1B stamp. So even mm -hmm. though H-4 is uh, extension is pending, so can my wife get Absolutely, go for they, can, they can go. Even though H4 is pending, they can go for stamping. But if the H1B extension is pending, you cannot go for stamping. But if the H4 yeah, extension H1B is pending, approved. she can she can go for stamping. Absolutely not a problem. Well, thanks. Yeah, I think I'm good. Next person, please. Naresh. Good evening. I came to know about the concurrent H-1B petition. Is it uh, uh, legal and uh, a full um, 80 hours we can fit to companies if we work? Yeah, you can. And I mean, the, the previous, the initial uh, primary uh, employer would come to know that uh, the second petition has been filed. Like in any way. Nope. If Unless you tell them. Okay. I mean, from the USCS perspective, they won't be notified, right? No. I want you to uh, I want you to watch this video. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Thank you. 30% of the Indians are doing right now. <laughs> That's what they just wanted to begin that, but I wanted to understand whether it is uh, illegal and sure. We won't say anything which is illegal. Okay. Next person, please. Okay. Hi, Gautam. Sorry. Hi, hi Rahul. Go ahead. Go ahead, Gautam. Yeah, I have EB3 October 2020 applied and EB2 applied, uh, refiled, my priority uh, refiled on May 2022. And my priority mm -hmm. date is July 2013. I have uh, both I-140s approved last year itself. Okay. Okay. And I haven't received I-485 yet till today. I received when I call USCAS. So I'm just worried. What do you mean you didn't receive the I-485J? Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean you didn't receive I-485J? So I-485J receipt number was not received until today. You mean to say when you for, filed in May, May of 2022, refiled in 2022 for yes. EB2, you never received the for I-485J receipt notice? Yes. That's common. Sometimes they don't even issue the 485J receipt notices. Some Okay, so my question is uh, just this is last quarter and uh, both I-140 is approved and EB-3 was also applied on October 2020 and EB-2 applied on May 2022. 
So I'm thinking to, because my company is not willing to do interfile, I request. Can you hear me? Can you hear me, Rahul? Sorry. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. Yes, we can hear you. Can you please stay online? Yeah. Uh, sorry, guys. Uh, can you hear me, Shruti? Yes, yes, Rahul. Yes, Rahul, can you hear me? There is some um, internet fluctuation. Please stay online. He'll be back. Okay. Gautam, can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Okay. So you told me that you refiled the application. They are not going to interfile. But what's your question now? So my question is uh, both I-140 approved and October. You told me, you told me, you told me that. You told me that. Okay. Story. So, I got it. So, so, so uh, I'm just worried since it is last quarter, I'm thinking to do I am aware. Yeah, and your company and is not cooperating to... for you. Your company is not yes. cooperating for interfiling. You told me yes. that. Bo bo both files are at NBC location right now. And can I do a tub request to USCIS without letting my company know that my company will have, will able to find that or what do you suggest whether to do you, you can't interfile inter without company's knowledge for 85J supplement. You can't do that. That's illegal. Okay. And the second thing okay. is we do not recommend interfiling if you have refiled it. You just filed it in May of 2022. Just hold on for a while. Okay. That's my recommendation. One last question. Uh, I recently spoke with USAS agent. Luckily, they were able to uh, if you keep calling them, it won't do. If, yeah, this this conference call is not for expedited cases, guys. Next person, please. If somebody wants their cases expedited, we are not. We, this is not the proper forum because I don't know how to do it. Next person. No, please. no, no. I did. Raju? I did it. I know, but you're trying to expedite. We we cannot expedite. We know the expedited principle. We would have told you guys. Go ahead, Mr. Raju. Hi, uh, uh, good evening, uh, Rahul. Thank you for allowing me to ask the question. Uh, Rahul, uh, I was with uh, uh, company A uh, where I had my uh, EB2, uh, I-140 approved in EB2 category. Company A was acquired by company B. Company uh, B uh, filed a new perm for me. Uh, company A's uh, I-140, which was approved in EB2, was based out of California. Company B filed a new perm for me after acquisition for Dallas location. Um, mm -hmm. And in October 2020, uh, the dates were current for EB3. So we did they did a concurrent filing for uh, my uh, I-140 EB3 and 485. I got an EAD. Wait, 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 Mr. Raju, wait. When you filed the concurrent filing of I-140 and 485, did the company A did it or company B did it? Company B, which acquired company A. So company B did it. But you already got the labor certification approval by the time 
you did the concurrent filing of the I-140 and 485. Correct, yes. Okay, keep continuing. Yeah, yeah. so now my EB2 dates are current. Um, Let me ask you this question. Did the company B file the labor certification under EB3 or EB2? Company, uh, yeah, EB2 dates are current. Can you hear me? No, sir. Mr. Raju, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me, please? I can hear you, Mr. Raju. Here is yeah. my question that I, you did not get it. Huh? When the company B filed the palm labor, was it filed under EB2 or EB3? Uh, EB3. Okay, keep going with the question. Sure. So uh, I have now, uh, I'm my EB2 dates are current. I am so, aware of it. Yeah. So uh, my company, what my company B is saying is they are not ready to interfile uh, because uh, because my previous I-140 is based out of California location. And my new uh, I-140 is based out of a permit. Uh, you can, we, we are requesting like that. We're getting the green card approval, but your company has cooperated or you have to go out of the company. Okay, so am I eligible in this case because even though it is an acquisition, can I, I know I know what you're speaking. I know we don't know whether you're eligible or not. If we go into the strict rules, we don't understand whether you're eligible or not. But the USCIS is promoting us. They are pointing out, hey buddy, you have a EB2 approval. Why don't you use that? Give me a signed document saying that. And we are sending a signed document. They are approving the green card. Okay, even though it belongs to company A. I'm a, and, even if it, it doesn't belong to company B, yes. Okay, okay. so com company B can still use. Uh, yes, from company yeah, a. watch the video that we posted yesterday, please. Next person, please, in YouTube. Um, one thing, if you have any questions, guys, you can post it to everyone. Don't put it, post it to my one, just post it to everybody. We will try to answer some, at least 10 of them. Check. I send a test to everybody, okay? Next person, please. Chakri. Hi, Rahul. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. It's, uh, two questions. Um, can an employer have any legal authority to uh, hold on to the uh, approval copy of 797? I'm talking about the H1B. Uh, um, all they're saying is they can share only the um, copy of it. Uh, this is for my wife. So uh, second question is, sir, even if they have the legal right, even if I just get first, a copy first, of it, first, are there any? You, if, you, if you get the copy of it, that's pretty much enough for you, though, to change to a different company. If I have to travel uh, in case of emergency to India, do I need the original uh, so nice, so uh, nice no, you, you don't. You don't need original. You can take the copy. And oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Even at the time of stamping or uh, uh, port of entry, right? Yeah. The only thing which may require is probably when you go for driving license. But when you go for the stamping, though, they don't. They don't need original right now. Oh, it's all good. But I don't know. I don't know why they are holding. I don't know why. They're holding. <laughs> I mean, that's the second question I want to ask Raul. I mean, what is your suggestion for the employers like this? Is so it that okay is to proceed with that? Don't right now to cut the branch on which you're standing is not good. Once you get out, make sure that you complain about this company to the USCIS. Okay, thank you. 
okay but she right. can get the stamping without with a xerox copy um okay. i'm going to go to the questions that we're getting it guys uh okay. iphone are we going to have um, are we going to have a spillover uh going for the next year yes we are expecting it we're expecting it we don't know we're expecting anywhere between 30000 to 80000 uh is automatic work work when driving in from canada um we normally recommend flying though neha we normally recommend flying though that's our recommendation uh you can try driving but we don't know so, sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't work we got a mixed feelings about it ravi malpuri mulpuri i'm on those uh, one of those eb2 to eb3 downgrade yeah with priority may 11th and nebraska said what can i do wow damn well first thing is if your i140 is not approved you make sure that i140 is approved if your medical is not done you file the medical there but other than that i don't have any solutions for you um bihari srivatsava yes we have filed some cases in april we have uh, we got we got them approved um it will be posted next week in immigration girl though uh, the one that, which is posted on july 5th is not there please keep watching immigration girl she keeps posting from my desk she keeps posting uh can i use eb3 ead while i140 is pending and the eb2 air supplied in april yes you can we don't see that as a problem we initially said it may become a problem but now we have changed our opinion would you recommending would you recommend interfile in the field office for i45 spending or is it okay to use january 2022 signed i693 yes you can interfile with the field office uh, you can do the january 2022 signed document i693 because they are saying it's valid right now until september 2022 it's valid and it's valid for 2 years after signature um what is the downside of inter, uh, after interfiling changing the job um and go to the old employer and refile the question is a little bit confused what is the downside if we change the job after interfiling within 100 and go to the old employer and refile uh that's a good tough question i don't know who is interfiling here which company you're working here i'm a bit confused manoj about this when will you you will start using spillover gcs they're already using they already completed 149000 140000 ring cards i phone um uh, in their recent faqs though until may 31st of 2022 they already used up 149000 green cards which they are only allocated 140 plus of course we know there is 140000 extra so they already started using them though Can I use EB3 EAD? Okay, I, I, I got that one. 
Rajat, is it safe to travel outside USA for on three months of H-1B stamping to increase recapture time for perm? No extension in hand at the time of return. Will it create a problem at port of entry? So if you have a three months period of time, valid stamp though, yeah. Uh, when is your stamping expiring? So if your stamping is expiring in September, you're traveling back to India though. Uh, you're traveling to India, you're coming back. We do not see any problem. You can stay three months and come back. People do that because that's the only way to extend their H1B so that they can get their, uh, they can, uh, they can get their, uh, uh, they can get their uh, uh, I-140 ex extended and, and, and you, you try to preserve the six years period. We do that a lot. And there is a video that we put it on. Uh, I will try to put that video for you. Uh, palm labor. Give me one second, guys. Okay, I want you to watch this video that I'm sending it to you guys. This, this is for the gentleman who's trying to stay for three months in India. I want you to uh, make sure that you watch this video. We make all these little videos so that you guys can get the guidance, guys. That's the purpose for which we want to do one second. Neha, Neha, no, sorry, Ms. Seth. Where can I find my last firm job description that's going to be tough uh you have to watch see the videos uh, i'm sorry emails that you have sent to the company the job description but when we go to the labor department uh you don't get the job description you get everything else but you don't get the job description let me double confirm i'm pretty sure uh that you don't get the job description but let me no, you, you can't find the job description, man. You get all other things, which education, what, this and that, but you don't get uh, the job description. You have the job, uh, the degrees, which country the person is, but not the job description. You can't get that thing. One second. No, ma'am, you can't get the job, descri uh, job description. You have to look into the old files of you, a request sampler. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, there is a way to get it, uh, Shruti. There is a way to get it. I'm sorry about it. You can file a freedom of information for your I-140 and they will give you, they will give you a copy of the labor certification. Um, that way you can get the job description there. And I will tell you where to get that. Uh, it's called FOIA USCIS. It takes 10 minutes for you to fill it out. And it takes about six weeks for them to give that to you. Three to six weeks. Oh. Uh, yeah, FOIA. You don't file FOIA for labor certification. File FOIA for I-140 application. 
I-140. That's You have to file for I-140. Or you can file for the A file, but not for labor certification. You're going to the labor department. They don't give it. They don't have a process to give it to you. Uh, my perm is approved recently and I'm about to refile my I-140. My brother is already in USA and he filed I-130 family petition based on last year. Will that affect my I-140 approval? Absolutely not. It will not affect your I-140 application. Not at all. Uh, Rahul Bavri, I'm currently stuck in EB3. My current company hasn't filed new perm. My old company is not willing to interfile EB2. I heard you last two years show that USCIS are accepting interfile or to old approved. Can you form file interfile without old company's consent? Uh, but will your new company cooperate? Rahul, will your new company cooperate? If your new company is cooperate, we can help you out. What is the downside if we change jobs within 180 years file interfile based on the, uh, this question? You have to ask the live question, Manoj. I'm not getting the question properly. I'm getting confused between the employers. Uh, Arif, is it worth reaching out to the senator's office when the priority is current in EB2, I-140 approved, combo card issued, but I-140 is pending uh, for approval for more than 200 and if it did not cross the processing time, which most probably did not, if you have filed in October of 2020, I would not recommend to contact the senator's office though. We are seeing in success in both refiling and interfiling. We posted an immigration girl, Rajiv. You need to watch that article. It's a very popular article that we posted. Why do you discourage both interfile and refile? I don't discourage interfile and refile. I don't discourage interfile and refile. We strongly encourage. The question is, is it uh, I refile it and worried you may not be able to get it? No, I, I, Ishan, I, you got me wrongly. I don't discourage interfile or refile. The only thing is that which choice you have to make. Is it refile or interfile is a decision that you have to make. But if your priority date is, is EB2 is current, you better do either refile or interfile. Um, oh, you're telling both. Yeah, yeah, Ishan, oh, sorry. I got your point. You're telling both. Yeah, we don't, we don't encourage both, uh, Ishan. We don't encourage both. We don't want to confuse the USCIS officer. Uh, we don't encourage. That's... Uh, we may change our opinion if we see uh, things change, Ishan. But right now, doing interfile and refile, we do not. We do not. We may change our opinion based on how the approvals come. Uh, I'm currently in Canada on work permit. My husband is in US and H1B. Can he visit Canada on visiting visa and go for visa stamping from Canada? Is it safe to do so? Well, for him to go to Canada and come back within 30 days, he doesn't need any visa to come back from there. The other question is that, can he get an appointment in Canada? Um, they are not encouraging third country nationals that much, but if he can get an appointment, he can definitely go there. Uh, what is a better way of filing H4 and EAD? Is it along with the H1B? Uh, I would recommend to file along with the H1B. And do the H-1B premium processing. There are some cases 
only five to 10, 10% do, they get H1 and H4 and EAD approved at the same time. Uh, now that's only five to 10%. We strongly encourage to do it at the same time. One thing is for sure, AT, you should file H4 and EAD together, not separately. Binoy, um, you're saying that your H485 EAD, you already filed an extension. I'm assuming that you filed an extension before the EAD expires. So for example, if your EAD was expiring in May 20th, you file the extension on May 10th, okay? Then you can use the receipt notice for working for 540 days. So uh, 540 days. Uh, how long can the derivative applicant stay in India after filing for it? Why? I do have an AP to come back. If you're, you can stay for four months. If you're planning more than four months though, I would strongly recommend to contact a lawyer. How long we wait after applying for it before reaching out to years to check the status update? Well, what do you mean status update? You can always look it online for the status update. You don't need to contact them. Are you speaking about getting a receipt notice or status update? Status update is there online right now. Thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow at uh, 1130. Sorry, we couldn't, uh, uh, sorry, we couldn't uh, answer all the questions. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.